0: Welcome back to the Business Digest. As part of an enlightening podcast network, we're here to ignite your curiosity and inspire continuous learning. Join us as we explore the vast universe of business, unveiling a new, hand-picked, bite-sized gem of journalism in each episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed available on iPhone and Android. In today's episode we'll be discussing the rise and fall of Casper, the self-proclaimed Nike of sleep. Casper disrupted the sleep economy with its innovative mattress-in-a-box concept and quickly became a billion-dollar company. However, as we'll see in Stephen Moore's article, Casper disrupted the sleep economy, then the covers came off. The company's success was short-lived. Let's dive in.
1: Casper disrupted the sleep economy, then the covers came off. The Self-Proclaimed Nike of Sleep Proves There's No Such Thing as a $1 Billion Mattress Company, written by Stephen Moore. Casper, the original DTC darling in self-proclaimed Nike of Sleep, is now proof that there's no such thing as a $1 billion mattress company. In a whirlwind two years, the Mattress in a Box company has gone from being the lead disruptor in the sleep economy with a value of $1.1 billion to a sale to a private equity firm for around $300 million. To put its downfall into context, the company has been sold for less than it raised in capital $350 million. In the deal, which is expected to be concluded in early 2022, the firm agreed to pay $6.90 per outstanding share, a nearly 90% premium on the current stock price of $3.55. In short, it could have been even more of a nightmare. Despite its lofty dreams to awaken the potential of a well-rested world, giving WeWorks, elevate the world's consciousness a run for its money, the company has failed to deliver. The writing was on the wall ever since it went public in 2019 with a lackluster IPO that valued the company at half of its peak valuation. For starters, it has never been profitable. Losing $92 million in 2018 and over $70 million in 2019. It even warned in its S1 filing that it wouldn't be profitable anytime soon. And true to form, those losses have continued through 2020 and 2021, compounded by supply chain issues and slowing growth. At the same time, the company has spent a huge amount on marketing and customer acquisition. We've all heard a Casper advert on a podcast, which totaled $114 million in 2019 enough to keep anyone awake at night. Huh? Casper's 100-night trial program also cost the company a small fortune, over $80 million in 2018 alone, because the mattresses cannot be reused after being returned. In 2020, Casper closed its European operations, and in the same year, it stopped selling mattresses directly to UK customers, both in a failed effort to achieve profitability. It wasn't just financial issues that have resulted in the fall from grace. The very product that Casper sold had an obvious problem. Mattresses last a long time. The average consumer is not a hotel chain, and many will keep their mattresses for up to 10 years. Repeat business was never going to be the company's strong point. Unlike fellow DTC brand Warby Parker, whose repeat business model is one of its biggest assets. And this left Casper constantly chasing and paying for new customers to continue growing. The problem is that the others saw the market opportunity and joined in. At one point, there were over 175 bed in a box brands, all offering similar products and services. For customers, it was difficult to tell them apart. For Casper, it was difficult to stand out and cost more to do so the company's move into we work like self grandiose not quite going as far as to label itself a tech company though was a sure sign the wheels were coming off in its defense casper has lost a lot of sleep trying to make itself more than just a mattress seller it partnered with target to sell some of its products through the chain stores in new york it launched the dreamery a luxury nap bar which allowed customers To pay 25 dollars for a 45 minute beauty sleep the hope was to destigmatize napping while also selling mattresses unfortunately it did neither despite its dtc roots the company moved into physical retail to appeal to hybrid shoppers opening over 60 locations in the us and had plans to open over 200 more before the pandemic paused the expansion and left the company holding money losing empty stores Casper announced a string of products designed to promote the ideal ambience for sleep, including bedside clocks, sleep trackers, and more. The only one that came to life was the glow light, and it did little to move the needle. These strategies couldn't solve the fundamental problem, convincing people to buy mattresses and making a profit at the same time. Asper's downfall is bad news for the other mattress sellers who can likely forget about going public now and should consider acquisition or partnerships. It also signals that the DTC market still has to prove it's more than just online brands selling a good story and that these brands can establish themselves as credible, profitable businesses. Companies can only lose money if they continue to grow at breakneck speed. Several of the bigger DTC brands are beginning to hit their growth ceilings and face serious challenges ahead to survive. Throw on top of this supply chain problems, growing cost of materials and market saturation, and many others will meet a similar fate to Casper. The Nike of sleep was a bold mission statement. In reality, the company was more like the all birds of sleep. Big hype, big valuation, but... Under the covers, little justification as to why. Blogcast.
0: If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts, The Psychology Digest, The Technology Digest, The Self-Improvement Digest, and Daily Business News. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.